Good evening, you fantastic and glorious degenerates of this floating rock that we call Earth. Welcome to Off the Wire. I am your host, Noel O'Lynn, aka the Cajun Libertarian. Tonight, we are going to talk about quite a few things, but most importantly, on the major topic of uh, surgical sex changes for minors. That's the big hot topic considering what happened on Twitter yesterday. Also, we have uh, some more unchecked and horrific tyranny coming from uh, not just here, but also across the pond. Uh, We also have attacks on the power supply, which is something that I've been very, very extremely worried about. And yet here we go. Um, Are we witnessing the birth of another civil war? That all being said, let's get into it. These are very controversial topics, especially when it comes to children and my passionate, uh, my passion for them, considering I have three. So coming up next, let's dive into these very controversial topics. Let's discuss, get in the comment section. If you haven't already, please like, share the episode, subscribe to the channel. I'm very close to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. I have not pushed the channel very well at all so i'm gonna try to try to do better with that being said let's piss off some people next on off the wire Yes, yes, yes. Let's get right into it. Before we do, let's hear a word from our sponsors, Gap Armory. Gap Armory carries a wide variety of parts and accessories. Whether you're looking for build kits for 3D printed firearms, optics, outstanding living for body armor, or anything in between, they have you covered. Gap Armory is libertarian owned and operated. This They also accept Bitcoin. Gap Armory has the gear that you need to bridge the gap in your defense preparedness get what you need today at gaparmory.com you can see it right there on the screen if you're listening later which thousands of people will uh g-a-p-a-r-o-m-r-m-o-r-y.com that's gaparmory.com g-a-p-a-r-m-o-r-y.com also as you can see right now i'm wearing a shirt that says print guns not money brought to you by our other sponsor of the show dsydo.com dsydo.com it's right there on the screen it is a libertarian owned t-shirt company with designs intended to dark start a conversation use code cajun15 that's c a j u n 15 cajun15 for 15% off of your order at disdo.com that's d s y d o.com I also have a very important sponsor coming up here very soon who has just released his first libertarian anarchist sci-fi novel, and it is looking amazing. I haven't gotten my copy yet. I will very soon. And um, basically, if you're on Twitter, 
You can go or or on Facebook. You can go to Rothmus, R O T H M U S, an absolute fantastic friend and ally in this fight, um, an anarcho capitalist doing his thing, trying to get us in the mindset of literally helping out in the free market idea of uh, capitalism, you know, the free market idea of society and promoting these people. He's literally almost trending number one on Amazon for the best political uh, content. So uh, go check him out, preferably on Twitter, Rothmus. He has like 107,000 followers on Twitter. It's ridiculous. He helps me out a bunch. And I can't wait to help him out. I'll get you more information and more links the more we go along. Before we get started, let's check some comments. Uh, Dave Davis says, what happened on Twitter yesterday? Question mark. As for the power station attacks, everyone, everyone is suspect. Antifa, KKK, white nationalists, Earth Libertarian Front, Christian nationalists, and Extinction Rebellion. Okay, so with that being said, Let's get into that um, here in a second. I want to talk about a little bit of other tyranny really quick first because I know that everyone's wanting to get into and argue about <clears throat> children's uh, sex surgeries if that's how you choose to frame it. First up, let's talk about an 82-year-old Alabama grandmother said she was told by police officers not to cry after they arrested her for not paying her trash bill. Like, you can't make this up. This is in Alabama. Can we, for the love of God, please stop with this back the blue? Are you serious? Alabama, an 82-year-old woman over a trash bill gets arrested. Amazing. Martha Lewis Minifield a longtime resident of Valley, Alabama, was arrested on Sunday after she failed to make payments for her trash service for the months of June, July, and August, according to a statement by the police chief in that area. Literally, they put it out June, July, and August. So for three months, she didn't, quote-unquote, pay her trash bill and according to the police that they're admitting arrested her for this. By the way, print guns, not money. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you, bro. And sis, man. Minifield, however, told local news. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me back up a little bit here. Code enforcement attempted to contact Minifield several times and issued a citation in August that advised her to appear in court on September 7th police said. A warrant for Minifield's arrest was subsequently issued after she failed to appear, appear in a court per officials. Huh. Why? 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 Explain to me. Explain. Those of you that are pro-police, pro-blue uh, thin line, explain to me that part. Why this was even uh an issue in the first place. All right, let's keep going. Minifield told CBS 42, which is a local news station in Alabama, by the way, uh, that she asked the officer, how would you feel if they came and arrested your grandma? That's a quote. How would you feel? 
after he placed the handcuffs on her and told her not to cry, told her not to cry, cops, an 82-year-old woman. Oh, my God. This is this is going to get out of control here tonight. <laughs> I smacked my uh, setup here twice now. Um, let me let me calm down for a second. It's just hard for me. It's hard for me to calm down because I can't stand these people. I really can't. Uh, it's, it's so hard for me not to say a cab and want to abolish this entire department of tyranny, which is the effing boot. I'm sorry if that hurt your feelings. It is the fact. It is the truth. They are the boot in which they show you that they're also proclaiming liberty. Unbelievable. Minifield, however, told local news outlet she was surprised. When officers came to her home on Sunday to arrest her, the senior told the outlet that she had never received any notice to appear in court and thought that the $77.80 bill had already been paid because her trash was never suspended. Remarkable. Quote, I was upset because I didn't know why they would come and arrest me. She told the outlet. She told CBS 42 that she asked the officer, quote, how would you feel if they came and arrested your grandma? How's that not an, how is that not a valid question? Ask it. Ask it to yourself. Okay. If you're one of these people that's pro blue line, pro police people that they basically can do nothing wrong or yeah, they can do stuff wrong, but the 99% of cops are good. Explain that. Explain that in Alabama. All right. You can't. You can't. These are the, and, oh, by the way, per the Supreme Court of the United States, these tyrants that step on your throat every day, they're the ones that are stealing your money. They're the ones that are collecting a taxpayer check from your account. But, oh, man, I'm sorry. All of a sudden, I'm supposed to believe that 99% of them are good. Let me explain something to you. And I put this tweet out quite a while ago. By the way, if uh, if there's any sound issues or whatever, because I'm knocking things all over the place and readjusting, please let me know in the comment section. Uh, please explain to me how. If the, if the Supreme Court of the United States is going to declare not once but twice that these people, this entity of quote-unquote law enforcement are not obligated under any circumstances to provide, protect, and serve the public, then what is their... What is their uh, what is, what is their obligation? Answer that, please. Explain that, because twice now, the Supreme Court of these United States has said that the police has no obligatory or legal duty to protect and serve the public. Hey, but your paycheck's going to them, brother, sister. Explain can't you can't you know why because it's not justifiable 
is not. In the press relief, Police Chief Reynolds defended the arrest by saying Minifield was treated with respect. Okay. <laughs> That's supposed to all of a sudden just justify a grandma or anyone else, for that matter, being arrested over not paying a trash bill for three months, as I highlighted earlier. Let me go back for one second. To make payments of her trash service for the months of June, July, and August. All right. Quote, while our officer, this is from the police chief, while our officers can use their discretionary judgment on certain matters, let me repeat that right now. While our officers can use their discretionary judgment on certain matters, that's it. End of story. This is tyrannical. This is extortion. These people are out of control. You have to cut this out, and you have to cut it out immediately. There is no more support for the thin blue line. There is no more support for these people that you pretend to protect you that don't stop crimes. They only respond to them. And per the SCOTUS, twice are not obligated by law to serve and protect you. It's incredible. While our officers can use this discretionary judgment on certain matters, the enforcement of a of an arrest warrant issued by the court and signed by a magistrate is not one of them. <laughs> Amazing. Reynolds said in the statement, Mrs. Minifield was treated respectfully by our officers in the performance of their duties and was released on a bond as prescribed by the violation crazy quote from the 82 year old grandma that literally got arrested in alabama i keep highlighting that because your red states are not safe in this regard quote i was in a little cage like thing at the police station Minifield told cbs 42 quote and i said y'all put me in this cage you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Incredible. Incredible. Why on earth, why, under any circumstances whatsoever, can you legitimately make a claim or a case for this specific entity, which is the boot on your snake? It is. 100%. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter whatever laws D.C. passes. It doesn't matter whatever your Democrat uh, congressional members pass in your state. Not even your state representatives. Not your local city council members. None of it matters if it isn't enforced by these people. Clear fact clear fact all right i'm gonna keep growing i'm gonna keep growing <laughs> uh well apparently i'm gonna keep growing and so um it's amazing i'm, I'm shocked at, by what's happening right here logic rex can't wait for your comments on the uh the last set look <clears throat> of course i'm gonna keep the most controversial part at, at the last segment because i want everyone to watch the whole episode because i feel like i produce good content you know, 
And so um, anyway, she, she's not knocking me for that. I'm just explaining why I would keep the, uh, the most disgusting crap at the very end, because I feel like all of this is very, very, very read worthy. It's very um, important to understand and listen to what's happening, especially in the state of Alabama. So I, I just don't want people to be confused. There's no reason whatsoever that in any state at all, no matter red, blue, or even freaking gold, that we should be trusting law enforcement with anything whatsoever. They are complete tyrants. They violate the Constitution that they swore to uphold with every speeding ticket. And that's just the least of it. Don't get me started on the rest of it. But because we're short on time here, and I do want to get to uh, some of the stuff that, you know, specific logic is here to hear and, and most of the other people as well. Let me get to a couple of comments before we get to the next segment. Uh, Scientific Libertarian 2.0. Why am I not getting notifications for these? Um, you know what? I can only give you one answer, and that's because I'm being absolutely, you know, shuttered on reach. Also, it has been improving over the last few days. It is not your fault. So I love Scientific Libertarian 2.0. We actually differ on a lot of things, but that person is always here. We always have incredibly cordial and intelligent conversations, and that's what we need. And that's why what he said right there is so freaking detrimental to the success of our society because he wants to engage in conversation. I say he, I assume he, I am sorry if he is a he or if he is not a he. I apologize. I'm just highlighting that. This is this is incredible. Go to Twitter. We have to go to Twitter because we have no other ability to uh, negotiate these problems that some of us vehemently disagree on, but can actually come to some sort of conclusive decision that would be beneficial to society in every single way. Free speech. Also, free speech let the morons, the racists, the white supremacists, and the absolute smooth brain progressives oust themselves so that you can know what they actually want to say. All right. Let's keep going. <laughs> because if I don't, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep going on this subject. All right. Um, let's, let's, let's head over to New Zealand real quick. And I'm going to speed through this very fast so that we can get to the most controversial topic of the day, which is child sex change surgeries. Scientific Libertarian 2.0, I'm so sorry. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, uh, I've seen other massive platforms. I'm just a tiny platform. They're also dealing with the same thing. Like, people are just removing the, these uh, these tech platforms are just removing your ability to grab, uh, you know, to gain that notification when someone goes live. And, and you don't get the notification. I, I'm, it's frustrating. I I thought I was like a, a tiny platform that would never experience this. Obviously, now, I still think I'm a tiny platform in, in the grand scope of things, but it, it's already infiltrated all the way down to this level. So New Zealand takes custody of baby whose parents refused vaccinated blood. Let me repeat. The New Zealand government took custody of a child because their parents 
refused vaccinated blood. Let's continue. Uh, New Zealand's high court on Wednesday took custody of an infant whose parents insisted that he receive blood only from donors who had not been vaccinated against the novel coronavirus, a demand the court said prevented doctors from performing life-saving surgery, which that's going to contradict itself in the same article. This is from the Washington Post, by the way. I do enjoy using um, opposing political ideology outlets because I like to, I'll be honest, tear them apart because they're just liars, right? They're disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And they're going to prove themselves disgusting and, and dishonest and dis- disingenuous propagandists in the same damn article. Has been diagnosed with a congenital heart defect and needs surgery to survive. All right. Quote, he remains in urgent need of an operation. And every day that the operation is delayed, his heart is under strain, the order said, citing one of his doctors. This is going to get very wild. All right. <clears throat> also, by the way, uh, the child is still alive, still waiting, still awaiting the surgery. So when you when you listen to the parts of this article that I'm going to read, you need to understand that that they're going to word this as that this child's going to die if this parent doesn't approve. These parents don't approve immediate uh, blood transfusion, whether they're vaccinated or not, which we'll get into here in a second. That this blatantly false, patently false. Baby W. Oh, by the way, they call the baby. Uh, the article calls it Baby W. Uh, baby W's parents, Cole Reeves and Samantha Savage, had insisted that he could be operated on only if the blood in the surgery came from unvaccinated donors. Doctors said that using blood donated from outside the normal channels was "quote unquote" impractical for the situation, and that doing the surgery without donated blood was not, quote-unquote, not a viable option, not an available option. My apologies. Um, judge in whatever ruled that gout, I guess, galt, ruled that it was, quote, in baby U's, uh, W's best interest for the court to take custody of him temporarily until the surgery can be completed. Now, let me revisit one sentence here because I, I really want to hammer this right here. Doctors said that using blood donated from outside the normal channels was, quote-unquote, impractical. How? How? How many of us would volunteer our blood right now? You could fly this child into these United States. I would do. I would literally, myself, and thousands or millions of others, donate money and blood to this child so that he could have this surgery. They are lying. Full stop. They're lying. There's nothing impractical or impractical about requesting or even demanding, which you should demand, um, unvaccinated blood for a six-month-old child who is about to go undergo a heart surgery. There's nothing conflicting about that whatsoever. There's there's massive amounts of people who would donate their blood, who are unvaccinated, who would do this. These people are out of control. These governments are completely out of control. There's one answer, mass non-compliance. The government, military of every country makes up less than 1% 
of the population. That means 99 point plus percent of the population as you're watching in China right now can sway government abuse simply by saying no without one single shot being fired. All right, Baby W was placed under the guardianship of the court starting Wednesday until he recovered from surgery, but no later than the end of January. The surgery, which is set for Friday morning, is estimated to take about 48 hours to complete. Two doctors were accompanied as Baby W's legal representatives for the purpose of consenting to the surgery, and Reeves and Savage were appointed as his representatives for quote-unquote all other purposes, doctors said that they would take the parents' views into consideration whenever possible, and as long as doing so would not compromise baby W's interest. Again, you are the one compromising the child's interest here, not the parents. It's the government that's doing this because they could easily get and collect unvaccinated blood plasma and everything else you need for this to salvage this child's life full stop unbelievable remember this from the washington post so it's going to be you know it's 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 propagandized right they're not going to actually give you the details not actually give you the specifics it's not going to happen After Baby W underwent a procedure in late October, his parents, quote-unquote, were distressed when they learned that he had to receive a top-up blood. It's, quote-unquote, top-up of blood. All right? Remember that. He went, the child underwent a procedure in October. The parents had already said, and let me quote, they requested that in the future an alternative be found as they did not want their child to receive, quote-unquote, any blood other than blood that did not contain the Pfizer vaccine, mRNA, the spike protein, or any other associated contaminants, the order said. So in October, the parents, and look, it, it, it could go way back sooner than that, but I'm, I'm reading here from the Washington Post because I want to dissect their propaganda and how disgustingly evil these left-wing outlets really are. So who the hell knows how long the parents have told these people we don't want vaccinated blood, or specifically mRNA vaccinated blood, and then they took the child from them after literally, literally a long time of them saying we need to redirect this situation. They have plenty of time to prepare. They chose. They chose not to. And then the state came in and took their children. Took their child. Reeves and Savage uh, later told healthcare workers at Starship Children's Hospital in Auckland, I guess, that they believe spike proteins in the blood of people who had received mRNA vaccines, such as the Pfizer, BioNTech, or Moderna app, uh, vaccines were quote unquote causing unexpected unexpected deaths relating to transfusion. That is literally the people that were approved by New Zealand's government to represent this couple and their child rejected. 
child took him. Child took. State owns their children. Coronavirus, coronavirus vaccine. This is the last part from the Washington Post. And I just, as much as I hate it, I actually love it because it's it's incredible that they had to walk through this entire article only to land at this at the very end. Coronavirus vaccines, including those using mRNA technology, have repeatedly been shown to be safe, effective tools to combat severe COVID-19. Absolutely incredible. And for our next to last story of the night, um, look, this is scary. I don't care who you are. If you're not a blind sheep, this is ridiculously bad. It's scary. According to NBC, targeted North Carolina power outages could leave thousands in the dark for days. A curfew was declared and schools were closed as the FBI and state authorities joined the investigation into the gun attacks on two energy substations in Moore County. Officials on Sunday cautioned residents of Moore County, North Carolina, to prepare for days without electricity after a targeted attack on substations left 45,000 customers in the dark. Moore, uh, Moore County Sheriff Ronnie Fields said a suspect or suspects drove up to Duke Energy Power substations Saturday night, breaching a gate in one case and opening fire, disabling them and resulting in a blackout for tens of thousands of people that could last through Thursday and actually did. As of Monday at 2.45 p.m., over 35,000 customers, 35,000 people remain without power, according to the power outage. The low temperature overnight in the region was expected to reach about 30, according to the National Weather Service. All right. Let's dissect a little bit of this, and then we'll get into our final segment. Before we dissect a little bit of that, let's scroll through some of your comments. Here's the issue I'm having here lately with the comments. I can't re- I can't tell who's replying to who, or if you're replying to me. I like this comment, though. April Hamilton, why does Alabama have this law? In most other states, the just, quote-unquote, shut off service and don't pick up someone's trash is basically the standard. Exactly. Exactly. And and the comments just keep rolling in. I I really want to get back to Scientific Libertarian because um, trying to figure out why on earth that people aren't getting the notifications. And I am not the only one dealing with this. Uh, let's see. Scientific Libertarian 2.0. I mean, I definitely think their worries about the blood are nonsense, but it's not that big of a hurdle to overcome. We label food organic and just a preference non-based in facts. It's not like the unvaccinated blood with a lower D-dimer would be very hard to find. That's exactly right. I completely disagree on the unvaccinated or the vaccinated blood being nonsense. Completely disagree. 100% disagree. I would never give my blood my children a blood transfusion based on all the data that has been released. Uh, but 
the rest of it is spot on. Again, like I said, and, and beat to death, and now he is uh, echoing the same thing. What in the world? It's not that difficult to find unvaccinated blood. You, you people, you're tyrants. You're absolute tyrants. All right. Now, let's get back to this. What I think, literally, I did think that this might be the actual initiation of a civil war. I'm a veteran. All right. Let me lay this out here first. And I was a combat medic for the United States Navy, which means, well, it doesn't automatically mean, mean, but I chose to be a combat medic for the United States Marine Corps. Obviously, if you're messing with the Marines, you're going to get taught guerrilla warfare because that's what the Marines do. That is their sole purpose, basically to kick in doors and find out what's going on. Let me explain something to you. When you're dealing with warfare, specifically and also on not not specifically guerrilla warfare, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to want to take out their power supply. The second thing you're going to want to do is take out their supply chain. All right? That's what you do when you're fighting guerrilla warfare. So in North Carolina, Multiple substations. I think it was two of them. I, I was, we just talked about it. I just read through all that, so I won't rehash that. All right. Well, let's go on to the, to the next one. We, tens of thousands of people were without power, in the in, in which is going to continue to get worse as the winter pursues. As in certain states, like not mine, because as you can see, I'm in a T-shirt. Uh, you can't see, but I'm also in literally shorts and flip-flops. Not something I have to worry about. However, let's talk about it. Feds, power substations under attack in Washington, Oregon. I also tweeted out earlier today about Florida also reporting about substations being under attack. When we talk about substations, we're talking about electrical uh, power grid suppliers. All right, so you're literally talking like you go down to the street and you see that fenced in area and there's a bunch of crazy looking buildings and you're like, oh, yeah, that's definitely where this tiny area of uh, electricity comes from. All right, let's continue. The warning comes after an attack on substations in North Carolina, which I just went through over the weekend that left tens of thousands without power there. Quote, attacks on the infrastructure have been on the radar of extremists, anti-government groups for a good 30 years, said Blazik. What a lot of people don't know is many of those plots in the 1990s were started, but were thwarted by the FBI. They broke up a lot of plan attacks on power stations, on dams, and other infrastructure targets like this. I'm sorry, I'm feel like I'm missing a page here of content. That's okay. We'll keep going. It's unclear who is responsible for the recent damage on several substations in November in Oregon uh, and Washington, but a federal memo, memo states that during recent physical attacks, suspects had been utilizing hand tools, arson, firearms, and metal chains. All right, let me go back to this right here. Quote, from this uh, professional, professional, expert, expert, 
Attacks on the infrastructure have been on the radar of extremists. Quoting anti-government groups for a good 30 years. All right, let's continue. Here's where it really gets sticky and it really is dangerous, okay? Let me explain this in hopefully better words than, than this guy who's apparently an expert. But quote, infrastructures are relatively soft targets. They usually aren't guarded. There is little surveillance, said Blazik. Blazik says use of social media has accelerated a lot of this activity. He's currently working under a federal grant from Homeland Security to investigate ways to interrupt violent extremism. Let me talk about that. He is literally saying, as which most of these people are starting to regurgitate, and vomit all over the place that social media is the problem. So you can expect more of a crackdown, even though that is not the issue. It's not. This is a blatant and open attack on free speech on social media, using terrorist events as the reason why. Let me explain to you what we as veterans can give you a great example of, and that's you don't need social media to coordinate these attacks. Social media has nothing to do with it. And they're not going to coordinate these attacks on social media because these people full well know that they could be tracked down. They're not going to do that. There are much better and efficacious avenues in which to uh, synchronize such an attack. Infrastructures are relatively soft targets. That's really the main point. I guess the latter was the main point, but there's multiple main points to this because this is likely leading to something very horrific and possibly a civil war. And these people know what they're doing. You know, just make no mistake; these people know what they're doing. You don't attack a substation, two substations in North Carolina, knock out the power grid for tens of thousands of people, and not know what you're doing. And by the way, none of those people have been caught. It's scary, to say the least. Our infrastructure is incredibly weak. Let me repeat that in a more detailed manner. Our infrastructure is so incredibly weak that the minimal amount of damage done to them could result in this easily. Our supply chains, our power supply, our infrastructure as a whole is extraordinarily weak. This actually should be the most important story, as I would vehemently advise you to be prepared. I would vehemently advise you to research how to live without electricity. I will never take these kinds of things lightly because of my training. And now we have literal examples of them. This should never be taken lightly. Please understand. Learn how to live without power. Get you some food and water non-perishables, get guns and ammunition. Those are barter tools. 
Even if you don't like guns and ammunition, get them. Because you can trade with people when currency is no longer of value. And I'll leave it there. Let's get to our last and final segment. Um, oh, no. There it is. All right. Let's see if we have any uh, Anchor call-ins real quick. I really want y'all to call in on Anchor. All right. So you can go to my anchor.fm, the Cajun Libertarian. You can literally leave a 60-second call-in that I will play on air and let everyone listen to, and then I will respond to it. It's a lot of fun. I've done it for Muddy Waters Media a bunch of times. I had a lot of fun. It's very popular. So please, leave me an anchor.fm call-in. I've posted the link in every site that I have available other than Instagram. You can go to anchor.fm. You can click on my profile. You can scroll over to, I think it's tools or whatever. You can leave an anchor call-in. You got 60 seconds to make it. I would love for you to do that. If you get them in within the next, uh, I'd say, 25 minutes, then I will be able to read it on air. Other than that, we're heading into our last segment as we are at 42 minutes, and this one is going to be a doozy. So let's have at it. Please leave me your anchor call-in moments. If you're going to do it, do it now. Before I get to these stories, let me explain something vividly and very, very precise. Children are innocent. Children are innocent. That needs to be remained. That needs to be secured. You understand? 100%. Because guess what's going to happen once their innocence is not preserved and protected at all costs? They wind up as cynical, nihilistic uh, people like us. They wind up with all of these negative viewpoints about what's happening in the world. They don't deserve that. What they deserve is their innocence. They deserve the fact that they could live this life as long as possible with innocence and enjoying it and growing naturally and organically into who they are themselves without us interrupting it before it becomes corrupted. Full stop. This is non-negotiable. Understand this 100%. The stance I'm coming from and the stance that I represent for the vast majority of people in this country and the Libertarian Party, we're not doing this. We are not going to teach children about sex. We're not going to teach children that they can become the opposite sex. None of that is acceptable whatsoever, and it's not even negotiable. Period. I'm not listening to your argument. I've heard it a thousand times. Your justification for child mutilation is over. And it ends. And it has no place in this country or this liberty movement. And I will stake everything I have. If you're going to continue to do this, if you're going to continue to push this message and try to act like you, this is actually something that you think is novel or noble, sorry. No. 
And then you hide behind this disgusting rhetoric like, oh, but we just don't want more government expand. No, you're advocating for child mutilation. Children cannot be trans. They have no idea what is happening, especially during puberty. They're in freaking puberty. Of course, they're confused. So you're adding fuel to the fire. That's what you're doing. Let's also add in all of this disgusting rhetoric that's completely confusing. It's not interpretable because it doesn't make any sense scientifically, biologically, or uh, logically. None of the illies, I guess. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, get bent. We're not doing this. We're not accepting this. And we will speak out about this. And the beautiful thing about it is, is it's such a, in these infantile stages that we don't need to have to even actually go to other people and, and suggest legislation against it. People hate this idea. Rightfully so. Children are innocent. Leave them the alone. Full stop. And this can be squashed immediately with public pressure, public derision. And it will be. I promise you. There is no need for legislation against this as long as we, as a people, as a sane freaking society that values the lives and innocence of children. Public pressure can end this. We already saw that Vanderbilt, that college, yes, their health industry at Vanderbilt has literally had to stop their child reassignment surgery program because of public pressure and fear of lawsuit. Now, if you hate kids and you hate these children's innocence and you want to continue this anti-human, anti-child, anti-scientific rhetoric, then guess what's going to happen? People are going to push for legislation and people are going to go to jail for carving up minors. It's unbelievable we have to have this conversation. It's beyond freaking disgusting and it's beyond evil. And you are not morally righteous for trying to say that it's gender affirming care. No, gender affirming care would be, hey, look, I know you're confused. You're 14 years old. You're going through puberty. You are the sex that you were born as. And until you get older and realize that like, maybe you want to take the different avenue, this is the stance that you should take. And we're going to offer you every bit of love and advice and care and attention that is absolutely required because we're not going to sit here and even entertain the idea of using a puberty blockers, which are composed of Lupron, which is what we use to chemically chemically castrate sex offenders and sterilizes them and even worse freaking surgery my god go listen to the detransitioners and their stories this is happening i am not going to sit here and stand by while you try to act like it's not and in the same breath when you when you're proven wrong that it is happening that young girls like 14 years old are getting double mastectomies and then try to claim a year that I'm the bigot. Now, all of a sudden, 
because I'm trying to protect children from life-altering and permanent surgical procedures and chemically-induced procedures that are irreversible. I'm not even going to consider having a cordial debate with this any longer. Not one bit. Because you know what happens? You can spew that disgusting rhetoric of, oh, we'll just put them on hormone blockers, which, by the way, almost always makes them sterile and is not reversible. And then when they get older, they can just, no, you've already set them on the path. You set them on the path with mental authoritarianism and deciding for these kids that they are or not. This, no, 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 absolutely not. This is not going to be acceptable. We are not going to normalize this. And that's the beauty of it. You can have all your disgusting rebuttals and chastise me and call me this or that or that or this. I, it doesn't matter. I don't have to advocate for government policy or legislation or expansion of government to handle this situation. The fact of the matter is that 10 years ago, none of us were having this conversation because we all knew it was morally unacceptable, vile, disgusting, and evil. Come back to a shared reality. Come back to sanity. Lest there will be, undoubtedly, legislation. And you people will be made criminals. You parents advocating for this will be locked up. And your children will go into foster homes under the care of the state, which can be potentially far much worse. End it now. End it now. And do it voluntarily. And when I say now, I mean fucking now. Effing now. Because the last thing I want is for parents to be locked up for being disgusting leftist psychopath propagandists for transing their kids. They go to prison. The kids get locked up in CPS under who knows what potentially far worse child abuse. Because you were too psychotic to say you are a child. You are a child that cannot make coherent decisions about permanent Solutions to your life. In this now. And I'm not joking. I will die on this hill. I will. I, I didn't even want to get involved with this culture war stuff. Although the culture war is very, 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 very important. Because as long as we, the pro-liberty crowd, continues to ignore the culture war, you're going to have pro-neoliberal psychopath progressives like this butchering, literally mutilating child, children that we have blatant in, in, in so many testimonies of them saying their lives are ruined. They can never have children, even if they can have children. The girls can't breastfeed them. I was sold a lie. I can't go back. I'm surgically, surgically mutilated. I'm hormonally mutilated and I've, I've got in, you know, d- destructive things that have happened to me that I can't turn around because I was sold a freaking lie. 
as a child. I was corrupted as a child in the name of some ridiculously evil, anti-science, liberal agenda. This ideology is toxic. It has to be eradicated immediately. This is not going to be stood for. Not what? For mm, none whatsoever. None whatsoever. I got to get back to my train of thinking here because now I'm just kind of rambling. I'm just this. I'm so maddened by the fact that I stand with a party that's pro-liberty and pro-responsibility that's literally based in one of the most specific pillars of this ideology being informed consent. Don't try to talk to me about the parents should have... No, the surgery, the chemicals are being introduced to the child. That is the person. That is the entity that needs to be informed to provide consent. Get bent. You're antithetical to science. You hate human beings. You hate children. All in the name of some disgusting, progressive, liberal ideology. Just because you hate the side that is pushing back. Period. Kiss my ass. That's exactly what you're doing. You don't care about these children. The fact of the matter is, and I'll get into it here in a second, the, the all of the metrics that you try to design out of thin effing air about kids being suicidal if they don't get transitioned are Patently false, improvably false, verifiably false, and actually worse. No, you're uneducated, you're evil, and you're a disgusting human being. Change your effing ways or get out of this movement and get out of this country. Full stop. I'm not playing this game. I have three children. I witness every day their innocence. I also witness every single effing day. Every day I witness from an outside influence their innocence being stolen. Especially my 14-year-old who I just had on the show and you just witnessed her innocence being exploited as a 14-year-old child who deserves every second of her childhood to be innocent and left free for her to discover who she is organically without outside influence. Kiss my ass. I will die on this hill and I will stake everything I have on the fact that this will never be accepted in the libertarian movement or the libertarian ideology philosophy. And if it ever really does become mainstream, then I will hang my hat. I will erase every single platform that has anything to do with libertarianism you can kiss my ass i'll be out all of it there's no way i will ever co-sign any ideology that will participate actively and participate and encourage in the mutilation and destruction of childhood not one Sting video showing Dean bragging about sex toys in classroom. An elite private K-12 school in Chicago. This is from Yahoo.com, by the way. Responded to a viral Project Veritas video. Thank you. Shout out to Project Veritas for, me, for literally doing like the war, Lord's work of actual journalism, which nobody seems to care to want to do anymore in this country. I swear to God, I wish I had the freaking ability to do this. I, I don't know how. I would love 
to be an actual journal journalist, all I can do is is give you my opinion from the from the information that I'm given. Um, anyway, sting video showing Dean bragging about sex toys in classroom. An elite private K through 12 school in Chicago responded to a viral Project Veritas a viral Project Veritas video Wednesday evening that showed one of its employees talking about sex toys being handed out in classrooms for teenagers to examine. Teenagers. They're children. I have one. The video allegedly shows uh, Joseph Bruno, Dean of Students, Francis W. Parker School, which cost tens of thousands of dollars to attend, telling an undercover activist for Project Veritas about activities that take place in his classroom. He told an undercover reporter for Project Veritas exactly what was going on. Quote, so I've been the dean for four years during Pride. We do a Pride week every year. I had our LGBTQ plus health center come in to the classroom. He allegedly stated they were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students talking about queer sex using lube versus spit. Quote, they're just like passing around dildos and butt plugs he continued the kids are just playing with them looking at them they're like how does this butt plug work how do we like how does this work that's a really cool part of my job says this disgusting pedophile and groomer the note accused project veritas of trying to ambush bruno in an editing video of an interaction with malicious intent James O'Keefe, sue them right now because everybody knows that they've watched that video and have read the reports. Absolutely 1,000% know that you didn't edit anything. These are his words. This was his testimony of what he's doing in his classroom as a groomer to children. Sue him. Sue him. Quote, we are sickened by this group's deceptive, deceptive acts. Okay, let me let me back up a little bit here. Quote, please know the video contained description, descriptive language, the school's notes uh, stated. If you choose to view it, we ask you not to share it because it will add to its viral power. power. Oh, I'm sorry. So you don't want it being shared because you don't want people knowing what you're teaching children in your classroom. The note stated that Parker's administrators and board of trustees supported uh, uh, support the school's curriculum and the quote-unquote dedicated and talented faculty and staff that teach it. Quote, we are sickened by this group's deceptive tactics. Talking about Project Veritas, one of the only legitimate uh, journalism sites that really actually do the journalisming in this country anymore. Catching these people off guard, on camera, admitting to what's happening. And then they label them a right-wing group. They're not right-wing. They're just actual journalists. This propaganda is so overwhelming. It's disgusting. And it must be pushed back at every single turn whatsoever. We're sickened by this group's deceptive tactics. Their invasion during a People of Color conference and their attack on the LGBTQ plus community the segment continued. We will be meeting with middle school and upper upper school students tomorrow afternoon to for support to offer support and guidance. Nowhere in the statement did school officials dispute anything that Bruno said. I repeat, nowhere 
in the statement, did school officials dispute anything that this teacher said? And school officials did not offer a single example of anything in the video that was, quote unquote, deceptively edited. I've got more. I'll save it because we're up at the hour. And I know it's Friday night. You want to go do what you want to do. Let me read just a little bit of this right here. And then we'll close out the show for tonight. Recently, former White House person Jen Psaki reacted to an Alabama law that restricts prescribing puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones to minors as interfering with quote-unquote medically necessary life-saving health care. These comments echo those of activists like Sarah Hart, who declared that laws and systems barring gender-affirming health care will contribute to higher rates of significant mental health problems, including death by suicide. Again, let me reiterate, gender-affirming health care is not real. If it were gender-affirming health care, you would look at that child and say, no, you were born a girl. You are a girl. Let's work this out. Let's give you love, attention, and care. Let's see the people that we need to see. And then when you get older and you realize who you probably actually are, then we can reassess the situation. That would be gender-affirming care, not butchering children. But deja vu, the science used to justify these claims of policy changes is extremely weak. Only a handful of studies examine the relationship between cross-sex hormone treatments and suicide risks that compare outcomes for teenagers who receive such care to those who sought it but did not receive it. No study uses a casual research design, such as a randomized controlled trial, which is typically required required for approving drugs. Instead, many of these studies compare minors who received interventions to those who were unable to get them and find lower rates of contemplating suicide. It's just crazy. Now let me get to the uh, let me get to the last part here because I said I wasn't going to keep you and I feel like I'm missing a page here. There was a very, very, very important stat that I wanted to get to. It's got to be right here. All right. Um, here we go. In a new report released by the Heritage Foundation, we conduct a more rigorous examination of this issue. We find that easing access to cross-sex treatment increases suicide rates, significantly increases suicide rates. There is a 14% increase in suicide rates among young people by 2020 in states that have a provision allowing minors to access care without parental consent relative to states that do not. Easier access to puberty, puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones by minors actually exacerbated suicide rates. Given these elevated suicide risks, state and federal governments should reverse the push to make puberty block blockers and cross-sex hormones more widely and readily available to minors. Incredible. So like I said, point proven via study, the increase in suicide after these children get transitioned is 
skyrocketing. They're not suiciding. They're not offing themselves. I probably shouldn't use the word suicide. I don't care. I, I, you can kick me off YouTube. I give a shit at this point. I care about these kids. I care about these children. Kick. The fact of the matter is, is that these children are offing themselves at a much higher rate post-transition. And we have no studies confirming that these transitions are actually providing any sort of help whatsoever. The studies are proving quite the opposite. And then the only studies that we're listening to, or that not we're listening to, but that they're citing are basically like they're, they're asking these you know, young adults, children, young adults, post-surgery and post-chemical uh, you know, intake like three months, like three months after that. Well, what do you expect? How about you give me a 10 year study? You know why they can't give us a 10 year study? Because it doesn't exist because 10 years ago, none of us would be like, Oh yeah, we should really just, uh, let kids butcher themselves. That's what we should do. We should just let them chop off everything and we should let them take sterilizing, uh, pharmaceuticals, Amazing. Amazing. It's not amazing. It's sick. It's sick. It's vile. It's insane. And these people absolutely, absolutely disgusting. We're at a minute or a minute. We're at an hour and six. I'm going to try to get to some comments. Scientific Libertarian 2.0. Most suicides happen after after transition steps are implemented, which would support the idea that the prevention of suicide doesn't have enough data to be an argument for transition that's exactly correct now putting my passion aside i love that comment because okay because again putting the passion aside let's talk about exactly what he just said there's not enough data to support these procedures there's not we don't have the data at all None of them. We don't have the data on puberty blockers. We we don't have the data on uh, double mastectomies provided to, to young girls, which you can go look at all the testimonies. This is happening. It's happening. Here's the good news. Here's the white pill. Okay. As disgustingly horrible as I in abhorrent, and I hate all of the idea of this. It's still in its infantile stages. We don't need to just run to our legislators and run to our neighbors and be like, this has to be illegalized right now. We need to lock people up. We, we actually don't have to do that. This is in its infantile stages. All we need to do is for people to be aware that it's happening. Because even, believe it or not, even some, some leftists, some pretty far leftists that I've talked to, who didn't realize it was happening. And then I showed them the data. I showed them the studies. I showed them that it actually is happening. They were mortified and they said, no, we can't do this. This is way too far. Mortified, horrified, way too far. So, and as I, I think I said, I stated earlier in the, the show that Vanderbilt has a child, uh, they had to suspend their program for uh, gender reassignment surgery for minors. And they had to suspend that program solely 
based on public pressure and fear of lawsuit. It wasn't illegal. They have bills in Tennessee passing through that are about to make it illegal, which is, I mean, like, put them two together, right? Makes no sense. You, you made it stop. You stopped it. But now you're still pushing to make it outlawed because in the reality, there probably is a very, very, very tiny fraction of people that w- this would actually benefit them. Although I still disagree wholeheartedly morally from a health benefit from somebody who pr- who is a health practitioner for a long time who understands medicine is very complicated. I get that there's probably this tiny fraction of people that would actually, you know, it would prevent them from offing themselves, right? And so I don't want to rule it out completely. I just want this out in the public sphere, the public square, immediately megaphoned as loud as effing possible that this is not okay. These children are being mutilated. They're being abused. They're being butchered. All for the name of some disgustingly evil ideology. Period. Full stop. Again, I'll leave you with the white pill. And we'll get into a couple of more comments before you bank out of here. Um, This is still in its infantile stages. Yes, it is happening. Yes, it is brutal. Yes, it's disgustingly evil. Yes, it is full-blown some of the worst child abuse. It is in its infantile stages. So what we need to do immediately is speak out. Tell your neighbors, tell your friends, show them the proof that it actually is happening and they will be just as disgusted. Anybody that defends this stuff, you should disregard as an evil human being and not one single opinion of theirs should ever be regarded as valued again. Personal opinion. Now, some of these people are going to have good good ideas later. You know, not everything they're going to say is wrong. But I'm sorry. If you're advocating for mutilating children, then you deserve zero credibility. And you should be obsolete and you should be eradicated from the public discourse. Not via ban. Not via government ban, not via big tech ban, but from the fact that we see you and we will cancel you ourselves because you are a vile and disgusting group of people. End of story. And I will cap the rest of this episode off with everything I just said about child biological surgical reassignment surgery, non-negotiable, non-negotiable age of consent laws, non-negotiable. If anything, I would advocate to up them, especially if you're going to have to go to war and potentially die for these people, blood oil. If we're going to make, if we're going to make age of consent laws, one thing, then they need to be upped. cigarettes, tobacco, alcohol, gender reassignment surgery, go to war, all of it, up it. As far as down, absolutely not. Non-negotiable. Epping with children is non-negotiable. 
and I will never, ever be quiet or negotiate on this matter. And I will use my little appeal to authority here as much as I hate it. Guess what? I have more influence than you. Classical Libertarian Party caucus. Classical Liberal caucus. Unbelievable. It's it. This is psychotic. Okay. And so as long as I'm giving. Given this platform with influence. I will never, ever be quiet about this right here. I was quiet about it before because I thought, for the love of God, we're, we're the same people. We're obviously the same people. There's no way that, you know, our people are going to legitimately, like, right, like, really try to, you know, like, co-sign this nonsense and push it on to others. And yet they did. And so here we are. Now you poke a bear. At least one bear. Might be a small bear, but a bear. And so, here we are. You keep pushing it, I'll keep pushing back. And I got more reach than you. Child abusers. Trying to end this episode with (laughs) better wordage. That being said, I love all of you very much. Very, very much. Let me get into a couple of comments and then we are gone because we're at an hour and 15 now. I try to keep it at an hour, but this was this was very, very, very important. This is very, very, very close to me. I have three kids. My God. Oh, and there's the other fun fact, too. Like like the vast majority, I think it's like over 90% of these people that are pushing for this stuff, they don't have children. They're just ugly, disgusting, vile people. Logic. I would argue ignorance is the main problem noted in the non-binary community. Guilt tripping mainstream society into supporting uh, gender reassignment surgery, basically. Much like society, guilt tripped others over the jabs. Man, that's an accurate statement right there, Logic. Um, Full stop. Also, I I have to note, because I want to make sure that I'm bringing people in that aren't cisgender white male I'm actually not white I'm kind of a white but I'm more brown but whatever you get the idea this is a person that is part of the LGBT community who is widely and aggressively spoken out against this stuff many 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 go follow groomers uh, I'm sorry uh, it's gays against groomers <laughs> screwed that up anyway yeah gays against groomers I'm still they're a massive account on Twitter. Follow them. Follow Logic. Um, I put the put it back up there. CLC out of their skull. Full sin. Lost their mind. Yes, they have. Logic Rex. L-O-G-I-K space R-E-K-S. Follow her on Twitter or follow them on Twitter. Follow April Hamilton. 
Follow, go into my comments. I know a lot of you are going to be listening later on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and basically everywhere you can get your podcast. So please download, give me a five-star review. Even if you don't like me, you like my guests, or you like the content of the show, please do so so we can continue to push the message forward. That being said, a lot of you are listening on all those platforms. I'm supposed to shamelessly plug. Sorry, I hate it, but I am getting used to it. Um, come back. Come back to the YouTube channel. The Cajun Libertarian. Just Google me on the Cajun Libertarian. You can also find me on Twitter, the Cajun Libert One. Basically, the Cajun Liberty, but replace the Y with the One. Instagram, Facebook, a couple of Facebook pages. And come back and view these comments and get into the comment section because it is deep. And these people are extremely intelligent. A lot of them are much, much more informed than I am. And we care. We care. A great deal. An absolutely great deal. All right. Since we're so over time, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, I'm not going to be able to get to your comments. I promise you that next time I do the solo show, which will no, won't be long from now, I'll do a better job at um, getting more of your comments because it's something I actually love to do. So I'm going to actually do like a what I've been trying to plan for is three stories because that's all I can fit within an hour by myself because I get so wildly out of control because I'm a very passionate person. As you can tell, it's probably one of the bigger reasons that you're here. So um, maybe like once or twice a month, I'll just do two and, and and get to a lot of your comments. April Hamilton says, where is the doggo? Unfortunately, I had to close the door. The doggo couldn't come in here because the kids were coming home in the middle of this show. So April. Doggo. Uh, Scientific Libertarian 2.0. I should definitely learn how Twitter works more. It's like the movie Inception with a thread inside a thread inside a thread. It's not difficult, man. I struggled with it at first. I've only been using Twitter like habitually for, I don't know, maybe like nine, ten months. So it, it's worth your time. No, you know, it's basically a free-for-all in there now. Just being similarly careful with certain stuff. But, however... Uh, ending with this comment here, Logic Rex, have a great night and weekend, everybody. Happy Friday. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for joining the show. I love you very much. I'll see you, say, I'll see you next time. Same Cajun time, same Cajun channel. I hope you enjoyed the show. Again, share it with your friends. Like, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Subscribe everywhere. Hit the notifications bell so every time I go live, you will get me, this ugly mug, and some of my most fantastic guests which we do have one coming this Sunday, a detransitioner. Bam. Full show, interview, a detransitioner, their experience. I love you. Good night. I'm out.